0: Welcome to the Photography NFT Easing Frames Collective podcast pilot episode. I'm your host, Claudia Knight, the community builder of Frames Collective, and we have our founder, Steve Rowe, on the other end of the mic. How are you doing? Not too bad at all, mate. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. I'm almost done with the self, um, self-quarantine since I got COVID from, I don't know where, no, I have no idea where I got it, but I'm doing good and um yeah um by the way um for our podcast we invite photographers all around the world and our as our guests to talk about various photography topics their works stories and more to check out our our zine and our community visit framesco.com for amazing photos from our community members this podcast wouldn't be possible without you so thank you so much for listening to our po- first pilot episode so we have um steve and man and steve um Here's the f- here's the first question, right? Tell us about um yourself and the co-founder um Blues, who we which we call Lu- Louise. Um so well
1: I'm um
0: British, as
1: you probably tell, and Louise is American, but uh we both met in South Korea, uh through photography. Um we're both street photographers, um shooting, I mean, probably roughly the same amount of time, I would say. Um, and we first met each other through Instagram um, and we said one day we gathered like a, a bunch of people together and we said, let's meet, grab some food and then go out and do a shoot. Um, one particularly good thing about Korea is that you can drink outside of convenience stores. So it was a shoot which was hopping around convenience stores, convenience store, having a drink and having a shoot it was a good night i lost some equipment but uh oh yeah that that what was it the the fractal fractal lens fractal lenses thankfully i'm sponsored by them so i got a (laughs) fresh pack sent out uh but never mind but basically um that's how we met and you know i'm been chatting and good friends ever since and and uh then if you yeah if you want me to move on to i guess how frames began from that relationship. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. So um we I personally was off of social media for like over a year, didn't touch it one bit. Uh that's a whole other story. But so I was really ignorant to the whole NFT thing that was going on. Um and didn't have a clue what it was. Um and then around last Christmas Luis uh and I were just chatting. And he goes, Oh yeah, you should get your photography on NFTs, man. And I was like, What's an NFT? Obviously everyone's had that conversation before. But anyway, he onboarded me and taught me all about it, got helped me set up my wallet and things like that. And um and yeah, so I you know, I started getting back into the social media side of things and found that Twitter was much better than Instagram was. There was a community there of a lot of photographers. So I started to really enjoy it again and um the ball got rolling. But then one day, Luis and I we were chatting and he goes, um, you know, we're chatting about NFT photography, and he goes, Oh man, I had this crazy idea the other day. We should make a photography e zine. And I said to him, That is the best idea. I don't think anyone's ever done that before. And he goes, What? I mean, yeah, I can't. I don't think anyone's done that before. We'd be the first to do it. He goes, Photography e zines, they've been around a while. And oh, I thought you were talking about setting up an NFT. Photography, easy, selling it as an NFT, and he goes, "Man, that's a great idea." So, <laughs> Frames was born from a very confusing conversation. Confusing um,
0: conversation, yes.
1: absolutely. And, yeah. but here it is today, and we got to work. We. Decided to meet up because Luis's time in Korea was coming to an end. He was moving over to Japan, obviously not far away, but he was moving nonetheless. And so we met up just before he left. Um, I think I think he'd left Korea before the first volume came out, so there wasn't much time for us to work together you know, in person. Um, and he and I did a shoot around an, an ancient fortress in Korea in Suwon. There's a really beautiful snowy day perfect shoot, shooting conditions um and we spent all morning and well into the afternoon just walking and talking and setting up uh you know getting ideas on the board what frames could be what 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 is the future for nft photography where do we think we could take it what do we think that we could have an impact on the future of nft photography and and we spoke and we spoke and we and we decided what kind of um, zine we wanted frames to be? Did we want it to just be, this is a photograph and this is a photograph? Or did we actually want photographers to be featured on it and have them tell their stories? And that's the obviously the route that we went down in the end. Um, And then we decided and then obviously we t- spoke about the money side of things. Because obviously money's different in the NFT world, right? It's completely different. Absolutely. So louise and i have had experience with clients um and certain platforms that want photography for free they want to pay through exposure mm-hmm. and they want or t-shirts to teach, like free gear um mm-hmm. and i got quite frankly sick of that and that's why another reason why i just came off social media a lot of these job offers were coming through social media where it was just like do this all this work for us for free but anyways so we had this mentality of giving photographers what they are worth you know for the amount of effort and work they put in I've worked for magazines before and they've paid me and they've they've not they've obviously paid me for my photos they have also paid me for the time that it takes to get those photos together and do all the writing for the magazine as well. They're paying for both of those things. So that was really a um, uh, an aspect of frames that I really wanted to push. And so we spoke about how to set that up and, and we came to that idea that we will pay our photographers that feature on the zine. So basically we just hashed out everything as much as we could before uh, Luis left and Uh, And then that was it. And then we got to work and we had no idea what we were doing because we were the 1st easy, on OpenSea um, and in the Ethereum game. And so there was nothing for us really to base our model on, you know. There wasn't – we had no idea how much to charge for it. We had no idea how uh, to upload our content, how it should be presented. We were working from absolute bare bones. And I say this to anyone who's thinking about starting up a project – in anything obviously it doesn't have to just be nfts just go for it. it even if you have even if you don't have a clue what you're doing things will work out if you just keep the faith and and the consistency uh, and the consistency as well and just keep going and and things just fall into place eventually we found out that we could make zines through indesign and host them on indesign we uh figured out that additions were possible on OpenSea, because this is back in February, you know, no one, no one was doing photography editions back in February. Um, so we didn't even know it was possible at the time of coming up with this com- concept of, uh, photography. In fact, our first, uh, idea was to mint every single zine separately, uh, every single edition. Oh. So we'd ever had like 300 of the same NFT. Oh my
0: goodness. <laughs>
1: on, on OpenSea. Um. And we were relieved to find that that isn't the case, even though still you have to sign everything separately, but That's never mind. True. But anyway, all these things we worked out as we went along and, uh, we got there and, and, uh, we needed content for the zine as well. Uh, we had to work that out. We could, we couldn't obviously approach anyone for the first episode, uh, first volume because mm-hmm. we didn't have any money ourselves to pay anybody. So, we we're like okay we need to raise funds by creating a volume around our own work first and then we can go on to start featuring photographers which worked so much better so we um we discussed what sort of um topics we could talk about and it came up uh actually well this body of work that I've been sat on for a while of Sakiji fish market which is one of my favorite shoots to this day um I've been sitting on that a while and I've never really had anything that fits that project. Obviously, I've got more of a neon background. So this whole uh, body of work about uh, a fish market, I just don't really have the audience for it, etc, etc. So uh, thankfully, Luis had also shot this as well. And we came up with this. We had a really good narrative because I'd shot at the fish market before it closed down and Luis had shot in it after. So there was a story there. Uh, so that was that was uh, quite an immediate decision, actually, a very quick decision. Um, and so we built the the first volume around that, and the rest is,
0: you know, the rest is history, man. Rest is history.
1: You know, a few months. <laughs> uh, it, mm-hmm. It's crazy to think it's actually only been out since February. Uh,
0: it has been, yeah.
1: Valentine's Day we released
0: it, and on. wasn't it? It was pretty amazing to find another photographer who went into the fish, uh, fish market, on the very last day our good friend luigi
1: yeah so obviously as our audience began to grow we began to meet more and more people and we met luigi who um spoke to us about being in there on the very last day he um he i don't know how he did it but he basically snuck his way in and uh managed to get past all of the red tape for the last day because media were having a bit of trouble getting in he had to have very special permission uh and so he managed to work his way in there but uh we had a really good conversation with him and we hosted spaces with him and uh, we actually collected one of his photos as well from that day it's a gorgeous photo we're still holding it now so yeah uh that's one of the other good things about twitter and setting up this zine is the relationships we're building with other photographers around the world um and hearing their stories i never thought you know i'd be able to have a conversation with an italian man living in japan that's crazy over a twitter space uh, and and us both just talking about our love of photography because obviously luigi and i we're collectors of each other's work at this point and um and he's a he's a big fan of frames he's collected every volume and he's been a an absolute uh legend in the space oh absolutely yeah yes. big collector of sport of many different uh many photographers so yeah it's been yeah, it's one of the many benefits of the nft mm. photography community
0: that's amazing i mean this the the little spark of you you two meeting up all over the instagram started like everything you know like doing, oh yeah, um, Luisa and I, yeah. Yeah, Luisa and you and just, just you know, soju hopping, like convenience store hopping <laughs> over soju and losing that fractal lens. It, it was a hefty, hefty thing, but, mm-hmm. you know, you lose some, you get some. Exactly. Um, yeah,
1: uh, it's, it's been great. You never know. You never know, like, the relationships you strike up with people, how it, how it can change in a few years, um, what you'll be doing together. Obviously, it's the same between... You and me as well, you know? Um, Absolutely. We didn't know that would be working. My mind uh, was
0: blown like when you contacted me for to to work for frames and I was like, you know, this guy I you know, I love this I I love this guy's work and I just I realized that he just lives right across the street and we never had a chance to meet and I was so sad (laughs) and now he comes comes back at me and then like Yo, let's start it. I'm we are starting a zine. Can do you want to do you want to be part of it as a com- uh, community mem- community builder? And I was like, "Whoa." Okay. Let me <sighs> just have the brakes for a second. What just happened? Um oh, I
1: appreciate that, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, we figured out that we lived uh, just across the road from each other as I moved. Um I left in China. Yes.
0: Um you 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 moved back to Britain, Britain right?
1: Uh, not at that time I moved to a different city in Korea for Uh, a year or so and then yeah I moved back to England for a period of time um, and then back again to all over the place all over Mm. the place never settled Um, hopefully will be soon but uh, yeah that's I mean we got you on board it was a no brainer again Um, obviously you know many reasons uh, to bring you on board Mm -hmm. first being we love your work as well we were
0: seeing what you were putting out um and we saw Stop trying to melt my heart please <laughs> <laughs> well we saw that uh, you know the the one thing that i've figured out with like other photographers is that um when we talk o- talk over certain topics and we when we realize that we are just like fan of each other's work it's just like ooh, just tell me more about you tell me more about you and like we just geek out yes that's, that's you know?
1: exactly it that's been the great thing about twitter and space i mean I've got such a love-hate relationship with Instagram. I'm sick of it, but I'm still getting work through it. So I can't neglect it. And Mm. that's the problem. But there's no community on there. There's no community. It's very one-sided. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. can drop a comment on someone's work, but it's never more than a fire emoji, is it? Let's be honest. Um, Mm -mm. It's... Whereas Twitter, you've obviously... You've got your spaces you've got a more uh focused approach to conversation um and
0: more ways to like show love to yeah. other other people like exactly likes um quote retweets or mm. just regular retweets comments or you can not uh, share it with, with other friends or you know those kind of stuff you can do so many other things with twitter
1: um and I think totally agree with all that and. The other thing being is that Instagram is very punishing. Um, mm. They're constantly tweaking and, and doing. An algorithm. Yeah. And I'm sick of that word. I am so sick of that word. I shouldn't have to think about that word. You know? I agree. We're photographers. We're artists. We're musicians. Whatever you are, you just want to put your work out. I don't have to think about algorithms. I'm not a computer scientist. Yeah. I'm forced to do it every time. I upload something. Oh, will that suit the algorithm? Will the algorithm enjoy this? Anyway, they, you've got me here uh, on a tangent about Instagram because it's a topic I could go on and on about for a, <laughs> a no, long no, while. Good. But um, <laughs> that's, yeah. I mean, that's basically been the beauty through, uh, through setting up uh, NFT projects through Twitter, because basically I don't think this would have been possible through Instagram. I don't think any of Honestly, this would have been yeah, possible through Instagram.
0: I agree with that.
1: To uh, discover work, to have our conversations that we've had, we've had educational workshops, everything, and that's only been possible through Instagram. That's uh, yeah, Twitter. That's Instagram. That's Twitter. Yeah, not <laughs> yeah. Instagram. No, the opposite. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's but that's where we are. And obviously, uh, so back to, you know, you and Frames, um, mm-hmm. we saw what you were doing in the community. You, you had your finger on the, on the dial, so to speak, with NFTs and community. And it's quite funny because um, the release, Valentine's Day, Luis and I released Frames Volume 1 and we'd done all this work and it was literally just us. Um, and I tell you what, I'm going to reveal a secret on this podcast. This is for podcast, podcast listeners Sounds only. Good. In the context... Uh, content section or credit section i should say there is a name lisa marie Strzevsky, um, who's our editor and uh, proofreader she happens to be my mother um, she is qualified as a proofreader and editor i don't really talk much about that but uh so it's just us three basically working on the uh on the zine and we were working very very hard and we did all of this work all of this work, and then we came, and we Luis went, did all of that really mind-numbing work to get every single volume minted. Uh, I don't know if anyone's ever released an edition, but you have to sign each individual one separately.
0: Three hundred,
1: um, and we decided to do three hundred. Why we why we did that number, and why we still continue to do that number is uh, I don't know. It's just a, a figure. But uh, he did all of that anyway. So we did all that, and then we realised, ah how do we release this? (laughs) What do we do now? And Luis goes, we could do a space. Um, Okay, let's do a space. We had this Twitter account, had about 200 followers. Let's do a space. So we set up a space. And I think the first thing we got, I think we got through uh, Sean Morton. I think he and uh, Raj would have been Hmm. our first the first people that came to space followed by a bunch of trolls. So we had, we were talking and Luis and I didn't know what we were doing. We were completely new to it. And we let these Mm -hmm. trolls come up onto the stage and they were making like these revolting noises. And I was like, we mute it. And he was like scrambling. He didn't know how to mute it. And (laughs) it was like, Oh my God, not in our first space. This is like a train wreck already. But he, uh, he he got them booted and uh, we discussed after that we need to double check profiles before we let anybody up onto the stage, which is, uh, that's a lesson learned very well. And uh, and thankfully it wasn't on us, you know, in a space with like a hundred plus people. I think it was just the two. Well, oh, that would have uh,
0: been very bad. <laughs> exactly.
1: So, uh, yeah, we had that experience early on. But anyway, so, you know, we've set, we had this product um but we just didn't know how to build a community. And obviously we saw what you were doing and um, discords and everything like that. We didn't know anything about setting up discords. So, you know, we, we spoke to you and we were thrilled that you accepted to be on because we didn't know if you would. So we were thrilled um, to, for you to say yes. And here we are today talking because, and obviously, you know, Mm -hmm. a massive thank you again for setting this up. You've done a lot for frames uh you've done.
0: Nah, I mean, I'm I'm doing community work, but actually making the you know putting a zine together on um you know, Adobe and like InDesign and all that stuff is just it's a I I studied studied the program for a little bit and it just blows my mind and how much stuff they can do and how much how many things that could could possibly go wrong <laughs> and the way you guys did it was just amazing when you guys showed me the first preview before it was officially released I was you know I was going page by page reading all the doc, like articles mm-hmm. and I was just like man these guys are really pushing it and and not I, and at the time when I saw it I I just saw, I thought they weren't they're not kidding they're they're really trying to do a long long-term project and make this into something different than I you know short-term like um pfp projects or some stuff like that because um um the reason why i came to the nft space is that i had to, i had the same idea with you um you know i got sick and tired of like um companies trying to approach me with hey uh, if you shoot our products for, um, we'll give give you the products for for free and you'll get free exposure and i got sick and tired of that and i wanted to sell my work di- directly to to wh- whoever wants to buy my work, and that's why I came to the NFT scene, and that idea meshed you know, in in the first place. And then, um, you know, NFT zine like easing, and I never heard about it. I mean, I heard like small um, vol and like collection uh, collection of photos I've seen a bunch of times before, but I never heard of um, a zine you know, hosting other people and and the and the content was great too. Well the first volume and and when you guys officially when you officially release it, let me just turn off my notification real quick. Oh, can you still see me?
1: Uh yeah. Uh, uh,
0: there we go. All right. Sorry for sorry for that. Um so yeah when I saw the the preview, um coming back to that. When I saw that, when I saw the, when I saw it, I was like in love with everything. Every single picture was just perfectly done, and the layout was great. The writing was great, and at the the very last page, what you wrote about the um, social media and the mental health relation relations, I was like just in. I just couldn't say anything because everything that was on there is true people are cre- not, cre- creating for uh, just one like more likes more views just because social media built us to be that way and i just don't like that idea you know social media just you know changed us um changed artists and changed photographers um and yeah, just for phot- all, all the artists to fo- focus on the exposure then rather than the art itself. And yeah, that's why I bought it before even joining the team. And I was, I was really happy to have to support the, um, the greater costs and, and then later I I joined the team, but that whole experience was, was, it was a therapy for me. I think, Think, thinking, thinking back and now. Yeah.
1: I appreciate that. That, that was a letter to myself. Uh as much as anything um, I struggled a lot with um, doing my work and constantly feeling like I'm having to work against something um, and it, it was a struggle for me that's why I was off social media for like over a year because it just wasn't healthy for me um, mm-hmm. and so I had to take that big break and I would as good as given up photography if I'm honest Um I just it took a, it it sapped all of the love for photography out out of uh, out of me, and that's why I just had to have that big break. Um, and obviously, you no, know, I still love photography. I absolutely love it. Um, I'm spending all my free time like devoted to it in some way, and it's a shame that these social media platforms in which we have to sell ourselves through was making that really difficult and a tough time and and, uh, and I'm glad I had that break because I've came back with a fresh mindset you know I worked on myself as well you know as much as anything to, uh, to deal with certain situations better and um, so I've came back with a clearer mind and so that letter was just a reminder for myself that okay you're coming back into this world now of social media and photography and so make sure you stay mindful of the certain traps that people can fall into and the certain uh, black holes of just uh, creativity draining moods that can happen and so I remind myself and so when there's like a down period on Twitter because I understand how Twitter works you have your, your up periods you have your down periods they don't bother me anymore I just keep going I know that people uh, enjoy my work and I'm still getting, obviously, the chance to enjoy other people's work. And so you just ride it out. It might be a few days, it might be a few weeks, could even be a month, whatever it is, there's still people out there that I know, know, that like my work and I will keep on going until that down period subsides and turns into an up period. I just keep going. I just concentrate on other things, like frames, you know? Mm. And if frames is down for a little bit because of this and that then that's fine we just keep going consistency is key and knowing that nothing's personal (laughs) in this game you know Mm -hmm. people aren't ignoring your tweets because they've personally got a problem with your work no it's not it's not to do with that you just keep going and you will be better on the other end of it
0: I agree with that 100% and personally what I wanted to do with the frames as well is that I wanted to if I had the chance to pick you know few more like few photographers to host on our zine is that I wanted to find these hidden gems so to speak the people that doesn't get does shine as much as they should be getting or somebody who creates this beautiful art and I just really appreciate it and like some people like that I wanted to host people like that and the way uh, the people that that we hosted so far are exactly on the point, and I'm I'm just happy with everything. As so, I got I really got to thank you personally. Ah,
1: oh, thank you. No, no thank no you. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> rolling this together.
0: We are, and I think we have a little story to cover on onboarding Dex as well. Mm. Ah, Dex. Wow. Well, I.
1: I can't say enough good things about Dex. Um wow. wow. We discovered Dex's work through Twitter. I didn't know of Dex before, NFTs, etc. Um and there was just these collect there was just this collection of photos going around. It was of silhouettes against uh backlit um I I guess LED boards. I don't know exactly what it says on there. It is all in Japanese. And they were just circling around and I was just blown away. What is this? I need to know more about this body of work and who shot it. And we found Dex and Luis and I, both big fans of it. And we said, all right, we need to get Dex on board. We'd already agreed that we were bringing Sean on board. Sean was there, you know, from like day one and he had this excellent body of work of the, the ice shacks. But uh, we didn't want to just feature one photographer. So we approached Dex and thrilled to find that Dex said yes. We also sent them a, a volume one so that like they could see what we were about. Uh, and we got talking. And then Dex just like offhandedly mentioned, oh, you know, if you ever need like me to do like... I, I can't remember the wording exactly, but something along the lines if if you ever need me to work on like uh, certain layouts or like a logo or anything, just give me a shout. Um, I knew that Dex was a graphic and like graphic designer and a website, uh, what do they call it? Web designer,
0: web web designer. Web web designer, yes. Uh,
1: And so I, I showed this message to Luis and I said, should should we bring Dexon? so i needed help with design i'm not a designer and honestly you look at a a magazine right and you think yeah you just stick a few pictures on a page and a bit of writing and this and that and then you actually sit down with it you're like no that's that looks rubbish oh oh, yeah this (laughs) this looks terrible i don't know what i'm doing why did I decide to try and build a magazine with zero experience? And so, you know, you have these conversations with yourself. You go regardless. But if I wanted frames to look legit, and if I wanted frames to reach the 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 levels of elevation that Luis and I first discussed during our walk, uh, photo walk uh, around Suwon Fortress, we had to get a good designer on board. And mm. so, I approached Dex and said, "Would you like to work for us?" And we waited with bated breath. And Mm -hmm. thankfully, Dex said, absolutely, they'd love to join. And me and Luis, we had a little party. We were so (laughs) happy. Um, And we'd seen, obviously, the portfolio as well, uh, the body of work of graphic design and web design as well. So we knew that we would be able to just elevate volume two. It would look so much different to volume one so and working with Dex is just so easy so easy it's like I have an idea Dex is able then to either uh work on that idea and put down on paper exactly yeah, yeah visualize exactly how I described it or we have this really good flow of collaboration where we're just having this conversation how about this or what about this and so we just keep having this conversation and and we are definitely on the same wavelength when it comes to design and uh you know personal preferences on aesthetics, and so we have these great conversations and so we are then able to build the likes of volume two and volume three, which has just come out as well, which is just such like a special uh edition. And so yeah, we it's been awesome. Absolutely awesome. And also not to mention the fact that Dex is a wicked photographer, and Absolutely. definitely go check out the work cause oh yeah,
0: Dex's work is um so first the the one of the first few few people that I found on Instagram on my early days of photography were um Noe, um uh AGK 40, 42 um you Dex and a few others right I was looking up to these people and now like you know, 2022, I'm working with them. <laughs> it, it just feels, it felt just felt crazy when you told me that Dex is now part of the team. That's and awesome. I was, and I was I, and I like, um, question mark and <laughs> exclamation point. <laughs> what happened? What's going on? And that's just like
1: the good thing about it is like, it is. there's, you know, certain people in this community that just, love photography, love making things, love collaborating. Uh, I guess for a majority of the community actually, but, um, and so everyone just, is just keen to work well, because these are exciting times. Don't forget we're doing things, um, that haven't been done before. And it's, absolutely that's why it's so exciting and so fun. And there's always, there's always something new every day. There's a new, a new thing, a new opportunity. Um, mm. And that's what makes it all so great. So yeah, it's been fantastic to have you and Dex on the team. Team, of, well, team of five, of course, with my mum. Yes, well.
0: absolutely. We're gonna we're gonna give it a shout out to your mum because yes. she's doing a fantastic work.
1: Um, my mum is yeah, like I said, a qualified proofreader and editor, and has dramatically improved my writing skills. Um, that's amazing we looked back at um so after i got back from my uh trip around a backpacking trip around asia um which i you know at the time i was taking photos etc we had a look i wrote a story called the balaclava rider which is actually in volume three but my writing i wrote it five or six years ago now uh i wrote that story up and we both sat down with it and it is Oh, it was horrendous. The writing was mm. dreadful. It made no sense and went off on random tangents. And so, my, you know, my mum's been teaching me how to actually write well and to make a story coherent and to drop little breadcrumbs along the way to add like a bit of excitement to the, the writing as well. Because I've had to do a lot of writing since starting Frames. It's not something I've got a background in. I'm not, you know, I've never, uh, you know, I've not got like a um, a passion for, writing it's not something i do in my spare time but it's something you know that i need to do for frame stories need to be told um and so she's really helped me with that and obviously spotted all my horrendous grammar and spelling mistakes along the way so yeah shout out to my mom
0: i can't imagine if i ever do a photo uh, photography story on one of one of our future zines like um maybe on volume four or five if i ever do it <laughs> I can see your mom cussing at my writing. <laughs> you know, like, who is this boy? Cloudy boy? Cloudy boy? Bring him bring him over here. Who <laughs> she, is this boy? She will... Uh, there might be a you know,
1: few backwards and forwards, but we will get it sorted. She will get it sorted. Yeah. She she knows what she's doing. So, yeah, it will be good. Bring it yeah, on. Just, let's do right. it. All uh, right.
0: Let's little... Um, yeah, little warning ahead to your mom but um. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you know since we talked about the um you know having you know knowing like not knowing what's going to happen with the zine you know of course i didn't need i, I didn't even knew what was going to happen with the zine um since i joined you know with the, with the volume volume two and volume three yeah. and and now we're we're doing a podcast i you know it was um i don't know who was who whose idea was it what it was but and i remembered it and i thought you know it's it might be a great time to actually um start a podcast because you know we are we can't really consistent consistently put out zine every month or every like Twenty days every every two weeks—that's that's realistically not possible. To work with a few other photographers on the same zine and proofreading and designing it is pr- pretty much impossible. And doing the podcast—it it gives us much more, um, a little bit more reach to our audiences about who we love and you know talking about phot- photography and. Yeah, I think this is a really good opportunity for us, and I'm really excited to host this um, podcast with um, with you. Uh, if if you if you ever ever have a chance to you know be a co-host as well, I would love to co-host host with you. Um, and uh, we have a, quite a few exciting guests for for um, episode one, episode two, aren't we?
1: We do actually. When you told me, and we're not gonna review them yet. here. But, uh, when you told me who you got on, as I thought you was just pranking me, man. I thought this was just a way for you to like get the podcast approved. You know what I mean? Like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, we should do a podcast because I've got this extremely well-known person in the, <laughs> that has agreed to do it. So we should do a podcast. Um, but it is confirmed. I have seen the pictures there, mm-hmm. there, there is proof. Yes. So, um, yeah exciting things to come I think the podcast is just another good way because I can't commit to spaces uh regular spaces there's just too much on and unfortunately Mm -hmm. for Korea uh the time zone we are on we have to do spaces at quite unsociable hours um and I'm running uh untold amounts of businesses (laughs) alongside a Uh, full-time job
0: absolutely I just don't have the time Uh, You have to shoot photos and you have to do, uh, you know, frames, frames collective. Exactly. And Um, what, what else? Like, just, just bring it on here.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And to, you know, sleep is key. Sleep is probably the only time I get to rest. So, uh, I, I can, my current life of running frames, uh, client work for my personal photography, Um, and I'm also setting up a business in product photography. So I'm actually every free night that I've got, I'm setting up a portfolio and website for that. That should hopefully obviously bring in new clients soon. I'm pretty busy. And so unfortunately can't, and and that's on top of being a teacher. And that's crazy. As people know, teachers, uh, we're pretty stressed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're pretty stressed um so yeah i've and yeah, if people have been wondering where frame spaces have been it's just we can't commit to them uh, It's really as, as simple yeah. as it is and but you've probably noticed as well spaces haven't actually spaces have been on the decline in the twitter in the twitter that is true universe i think a lot of people have got burnt out with having the same conversations mm-hmm and if it's not being burnt out from the same conversations, a lot of people are getting burnt out from people just coming in and shilling work and it's yes. just and it kills the vibe. Man, we I remember we just like we'd be having really good spaces, it's going really well, and then a random person comes in um and just goes on about their work, uh selling it, not nothing to do with conversation and it just deflates. deflates this
0: just nothing to do with the context of the conversation
1: yeah and it is just as tough to get around because you have to try and pick up the energy again uh so anyway um podcasts are fun they're more structured and absolutely we can (laughs) fit them into our schedules at a more convenient time for us on this time zone
0: exactly and the funny thing is i had to really study like how to run podcasts smoothly and how to actually podcast episodes like up and running on apple like apple 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 music uh, apple apple podcasts and spotify and all that stuff i i had to like really study it and you know how to qu- ask questions and what what to do what not to do how to make the questions like you know conversation goes f- like fluid fluidly if that makes sense and yeah but you know, actually like putting into an action is, it was, it's just, it's just a lot of fun. I can really sit down with this person and have a really deep conversation about, about the topics. And I I actually do have a list of questions on the side, on the side of my monitor and I'm not even reading it right now because our conversation is just, like just really fluid and we don't even need to worry about the questions. So this is like what I was really aiming for fluid and Thank you for, you know, well, like talking all the, all the stuff you, you just said. And that's, just, that, that's a great thing.
1: Yeah, man, I, we know each other, of course. And I think we do, I think, you know, when you get into these, into the flow of the conversation about certain things, um, rants can occur. I have ranted mm-hmm. a little bit. I ranted about Instagram, but, uh, hopefully it's all constructive, constructive and people find it useful.
0: I mean absolutely I mean people find it i mean people if if not they will find it very um relatable i think because um personally for me, my instagram reach has been declining every, like just horribly i used my i get what now like twenty thirty likes on a post and I just kind of gave up on it, but I just keep pushing um posts um i actually made made a new account to kind of try it out but We'll see about that. And uh, it's, we, yeah, we'll see. And the other, other question that I have prepared is that um, if you have a chance to interview, um, you know, other photographers on the podcast, like who would that be? If you are the host? Um,
1: no one particularly jumps out, mostly mm-hmm. because there's just many photographers whose work, I admire Um, and you may have seen recently as well. I've, I've kind of also been jumping into the world of graphic design and it's the potential of merging it with photography. And so there's those artists that I'd like to speak to as well, because there's a ton of great work out there. Like I've recently opened this door up into a whole new world of art that's available on the nft platform i I like all you know i'm i'm a fan of art and photography as a whole i'm not just uh same here yeah i'm not just Mm -hmm. like um focused on just photography so um i think there's definitely benefits to merging these two worlds together and i've seen the benefits for myself uh so shout out obviously to Twick, who i've collaborated (laughs) with a couple times now and we work so well together his graphic art style really complements my neon work um photographers wise there's just so much talent out there you you open up your feed and there's just a ton of influence on your on your page and so i i wouldn't give out a specific name just for that reason because there's work that uh, there's a broad uh, selection of photographers that i like and still photographers that i'm yet to discover
0: that's that was amazing. I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting something like a, a name or Dave. You know, somebody. <laughs> on, Dave. I want to be Dave. <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. But you know that was a great, um, great answer. Honestly, um, I do agree with you. As um, you know, for example, like people who we who we um, hosted so far on Volume Two and Three, and you know, on the on the support uh, on the um community community what uh, page um section of the zine people are just really talented and and i just you know looking at their photo like photography and and also you know art as a whole there's so much to look up to and get inspired inspired from so yeah no no one but the community, I think that's a great answer, in my opinion, and I I would say the same thing. Mm. And per personally speaking, um, me as a photographer, but working, um, with the graphic graphics design is that and that is a a great idea, um, because I've minted and sold most of my NFT NFTs by doing exactly that. I did a lot of like um video editing and pretty much like on the on the pretty much same level as graphic graphic designing um using so many um effects and spending so much time on a on a a still picture to make it moving and some elements are reacting with one another that has opened a whole new door like whole new world for me and look at the art differently and look at the world differently not just like as a photographer's perspective perspective per se but as an artist um, perspective so i used to bring out my camera all the time but i just these days i just enjoy the scene if i if i don't have it i just don't i just um stopped complaining about oh i, I, sh- I should have brought my camera eh. and <laughs> i stopped doing that i just look at it and i just like i just embrace the moment and it's it's, it's been a really good um, healing moment for me.
1: Yeah, that's was incredible. Um, I think uh, this is just like one of the many things that's just beautiful about being a photographer or an artist. Exactly. Having that side of us. Um, and then, and I tell you what as well, because um, I know you want to talk about the future of frames and, you know, certain things that we might want to do. Exactly. Um, we we want to yeah, we we are hoping to do special editions where we have a collaborative uh edition between photographers and um and graphic artists. And I think that's a world that we should look at merging together. because we can build each other up as well.
0: Absolutely. I'm a huge fan of graphic designing. Even though I'm not really, um, you know, into the, into the field or I'm not, I'm not really expert of graphic designing, but I will, I would like to learn more and look at the, look at my photography in in a graphic designer's perspective at some point. If I, if I can get the the amount of knowledge, but that's, that's for sure. Yeah. Graphic design with, with the Collective. Yeah. Stay tuned. Absolutely. So from this um we're near the near the end of pilot episode and if you have any comments for our audiences our um um friends collective volume one two three holders um uh, collectors and um people just potentially um you know listening to the podcast um do you have any comments i want to say a massive
1: thank you to everyone who's picked up one of our zines so far because um, you have helped fund the next, you know, the preceding. Wait, proceeding? Yeah, the following volume. You have mm-hmm. helped us pay those photographers. You have helped us pay our team members. Um, and you have helped us keep on building um, what is a very valuable and special community to us. Our Discord, our twitter page our spaces that we've hosted all of that they've all been very special to us and it's not possible without the people that come along not just collectors you know obviously as well it's just everyone that's been a part of this frames journey so far we thank every single one of you and um we wish we could like you know release a zine every week and tell the stories of everyone um I don't think we have the uh, oh, the ability no, to do that alongside <laughs> our jobs, but I it originally frames was going to be a once a month publication. I'm glad we didn't try and commit to that because oh, that would have no. been too much, but um, we are very thankful to everyone. And we hope to get around to everybody and tell their stories because there's a lot of just amazing work out there. And so many, so I've, you know, I've had like a lot of really deep and great conversations with people in like DMS and, things like that and to get to know the person behind the work. Um it has been truly special. And there are stories that I've been told in those conversations that I want to share, you know, with the with the world alongside the 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 amazing photographs that help enhance those conversations. I just want to get those stories out there. Um Frames is um Frames will, sorry be a continuing, uh, continuous um, platform of just special art and special stories and we have a lot of exciting product uh, projects coming up in the future um, and we are very excited to be able to share them all with you a lot of people have been asking about can, when can they apply for Volume 4 uh, applications process isn't something we want to do every time the reason being is um, we have our own ideas that we want to work with and our own, the own our own photographers that we want to work with. Um, once those ideas, maybe, you know, like when a, I don't know, let's say it's like volume like six curating, or something. Right? Yeah, like curating. But let's say like if volume six comes along and, and we're like, mm, okay, there's no one in particular we want to work with right now or no particular theme we want to work with right now. Then we open up applications Um, but we are pretty set on who we want to work with for our next few editions so please be patient Um, (laughs) we will get around to you Uh, the other thing will be as well special editions are going to start coming out soon Um, collaborative editions they will be out and they will be a very limited run Um, so keep your eye out for those uh, we're in the process of building them right Get now. Get your Ethereum in your wallet. Yeah, <laughs> your wallet's ready. The beautiful thing mm. at the moment is that gas has been low for so long, and I agree. It's uh, that is great to see. Um, the frames has been impacted uh, by rough start after rough start with each release. Um, fingers crossed from now on, it's all smooth sailing. But we have, we have been dealt with quite a few hurdles but we keep on jumping over them and we keep on going because especially with gas prices and especially with those pesky gas prices we will yes. keep going um mm-hmm. don't you worry and maybe at times we're quiet but that's because we're focusing on our, our other things we're, we're all extremely busy in real life um but that doesn't mean to say that frames is going anywhere or it's dying never, never that it's just having a quiet period but we'll come back and uh, we will continue telling those stories. So I think that's all the comments that I've got for now. Um,
0: and just keep on shooting.
1: That's my yes, keep last on comment.
0: And keep on, keep on editing them. On and the ed- <laughs> Actually, that's,
1: that's the other thing, isn't it? Keep on shooting. Yes. The, also remember to edit them and share exactly. them. And don't just yes. leave them on a memory card for, mm-hmm. in your hard drive for months to come.
0: Yes, that's uh, my problem as well. Is that I need to edit the fo- edit those photos. I remember looking at my hard drive. It I bought a um like a data backup hard drive or like a like a a network uh connected hard drive or something like that. And my dr- main hard drive is ten terabytes, and half of that is just photos, right? Half <laughs> almost half of that is just photos, and I. Look at myself. Not editing photos right now because I'm doing more of the frames collective work, and I'm preparing to move. And some other stuff came came to the life, so it made me really extremely busy. But whenever I settle in Seoul, um, I'll be definitely shooting more. I'll be definitely editing. I mean, you know, people, you know, showing 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 it to the world and help people like it. And, and we'll see how how that goes. But remember, it's uh,
1: all about you at the end of the day um, and your enjoyment. So that exactly. was that was what we said in that first letter. Um, mm. That people would have the shoot of their lives, the time of their lives, really mm-hmm. fond, happy memories, and then they share it on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, it doesn't do as well for whatever reason. Remember, it it's doesn't. never, it's never personal um and they then start to resent that shoot and those photos and it should never be that it should always be about how you felt at the time and your own personal opinion of the work irrelevant of how it was received or how well it did on a social media platform and that's the main thing to remember
0: absolutely that that i think that was like the, be- the best part of this um this episode on I, I, I on my opinion
1: well, there you go. Yeah.
0: so yeah um keep on shooting just don't don't care and don't worry about how social media treats you do what you want to do what you want to do and just keep keep doing what you, what you do the best i guess and so yeah that um that was our last um not really a question, but that was the last part of the our pilot episode. And thank you so much, um, our audiences for listening to our podcast uh, first um uh, um pilot episode, and our episodes are the two epi- two episodes are ready so far. And um, I'm consistent consistently looking looking out for um a new photographer or per- person who worked with um some. Uh, photography photographer collaborating other artists and to um to bring bring to the podcast and talk about their works and just talk about art really and it'll be a lot of fun and stay tuned for other episodes to come and yeah uh, thank you so much for listening on and I'll see we'll see you in the next episode thank with you. Dale with Dale and Sam see you later everyone bye 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 everyone.